0: Thank you so much for tuning back into this week's episode. I am excited to be wrapping up this prayer series. We have been on a series uh, about prayer uh, for a couple weeks now, talking about different types of prayer, fasting, the importance of uh, praying for ourselves, praying for others, uh, praying for enemies, uh, praying for our spouse. We've talked about an axe method. Um, whenever you're praying, journaling, all those fun, wonderful things. But uh, I'm going to be ending the prayer series uh, for right now with a quiet time devotional. And what is quiet time? Why do we do it? What what do we get out of it? And you've heard me reference this a lot on the pod because it's something that's important to me. Um, I love my quiet time. I don't always get the same amount every single day depending on the circumstances. But uh, I have really, if I cannot get it during the day because I have sucked this summer getting up early. So my quiet time has been more midday or late afternoon or Um, Like the last couple nights, it's just been right before I've went to bed. I've just stayed up uh, like 30 to 45 minutes longer just to get some time in. Uh, I miss sleep, but it's okay. Um, Our dog is expecting puppies, so she sounds like Chewbacca all night. Um, So I don't really sleep anyway right now, but uh, I have sucked getting up early. But uh, my daughter is about to start back school, so I am hoping to get back in a better routine. Uh, that I can get back into my morning Jesus time. Uh, But I'm just having to shift things around. And that's what happens. You know, life happens, summer happens. Y'all know this summer has been chaotic as far as me staying on a schedule. And I'm sorry for that, but I will do better. Uh, But I never want this pod to be forced or let's just do it just to get through it. I wanna do it because that's what God wants me to do. I do... Uh, share what he wants me to share. Always let the spirit lead. If I don't have, um, you know, peace about something, then I'm just going to skip a week. And that's nothing against you that I don't want to share something with you. It's just, I don't, this is not a job for me. This isn't like something just to check mark. Okay, Beth, you did this this week. Good job. Um, Here's a pat on the back. This is all because I want to just share the gospel with you. I just want to share the love of Christ with you. And I just want to walk with you as you're walking through your relationship um, with him. And uh, just know that you're not alone because we're doing this together. I mean, uh, this summer has been crazy. It's been amazing, though. I've had absolutely... I think I'm going to maybe do a pod and share a little bit of a testimony that happened to me um, with this summer and just a breakthrough that I got. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but I have lots of notes for that. And, um, God has just blessed me with such an amazing, strong, you know, core family. And, uh, it's just really changed my, um, my outlook on life. It's changed different things that now I'm grateful for. Uh, really, I just enjoyed it, but, uh if you got your Bibles, get them out. It's not a lot of scripture today, but there is gonna be a lot of notes to take, and I will try my best um to slow it down. Uh if not, I'm pretty sure you can slow it down. Uh depending on what you're what you're listening to the pod on, you can slow slow me down or you can speed me up, or you can just go back and listen to it and then share it with somebody if something stuck out to you. Um so I did ask. Like I said, this is something I shared with our teenagers. This summer, we've been talking about progress, not perfection. That's all that Christ wants from us. He wants us just to progress. He doesn't want us to stall. He doesn't want us to backtrack. He just wants us to progress moving forward. And that looks different for every single one of us. What what progress is for me is probably not progress for the next person. So for this summer particularly, it goes back to kind of the breakthrough is there was progress on releasing things. Um, And I will talk about that if I decide to do a pod on that. But so that's a different type of progress that I'm talking about. It's not always just gonna progress like, okay, I spent time with Jesus for 20 minutes this day and then then i incremented um five minute increments up until i got to 45 minutes a day whatever the case may be so that's what i'm saying like it may look different for all of us but the whole topic of the summer has been about progress and that, and i just keep saying that too like it comes up in conversation someone's saying uh well i did this or something's happening but this happened and i'm like that's progress and then i hear our youth pastor in my head um he doesn't realize how much he influences uh, all of us who are around him. Uh, he's very uh, <laughs> certain the things that he says that we all seem to say, and it's not because we're trying to be like him or we're trying to, uh, I guess, uh, sound like him. It just happens. It's just uh, he's intentional with the things that he <laughs> he says and he does, and it it's a great thing, and I'm so glad uh, and grateful to be a part of the ministry, uh, with him and our other leaders who are absolutely all amazing. I love how we work together as one unit for the one same purpose. Uh, but we all can bring different things to the table and that's how it works so smoothly for us. But so the question, two questions that I had for them, and you can write these down because I would like for you to kind of journal them out of what it looks like for you. So the first question that I asked them is, What is quiet time? If you were talking to someone and you're like, well, what is quiet time to you? And the second question kind of goes hand in hand with that. Like, what does your quiet time look like? Is your quiet time you're getting up in the morning a few minutes early to spend that time with him? Are you doing it on your way to work? Are you doing it um, as you are you know, at the grocery store and you just got your earbuds in or are you doing it at the end of the day? Are you sitting on your porch? What does it look like to you? everybody's quiet time is going to look different? Like I said, mine used to be in the morning, but this crazy summer I have been sleeping in. I'm not going to lie. And so my quiet time has been mostly in the afternoons, which has been great too. But I miss that getting up in the morning and getting saturated in the word in the morning. Uh, And then going through my day, but that's okay because God has revealed things and shown me different things and it's also taught me that It's not a habit like as in I have to do this It's something that I get to be intentional with my time with him. I get to uh, At the end of the day, i'm like, okay, I gotta stop what i'm doing I gotta stop watching tv or I gotta stop doing laundry or I gotta stop doing this so that I can have my time with him because I know how much and important it is to me. So I know that's important to him. So that's just shifting around the crazy busy schedules that you have and being able to um, prioritize your time with him. Uh, so scripture that I gave them, and I think it was only one scripture actually that I gave them, and it was Mark 1 And it says very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up He left the house and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I love that this scripture says solitary. And that is just meaning that um, it's it's a place to where there's no distractions. No one else is there with him. He is there. It's just him, Holy Spirit, and his Father. And they're just getting into some prayer time. They're getting into some quiet time. And I love that if he can be that example for us, then we can be that example for others and my daughter has really started um saying things that I've been speaking over her the last couple of years and hearing her speak that into other students and just you know while we're having conversation and I'm like wow my teenager actually listens to me and that's such a great moment and I I had a moment with her A couple nights ago to where I just sat down and I was like, I am so proud of you. I am so proud that you are such a selfless person. And she tries so hard to... Carry everyone else's situations and try to help them through it. And I, I'm I'm having to teach her now that your cup has to be full so you can overflow into others. And in that time of talking to her, I felt that conviction because I have a bad habit of that. And so I'm like, okay, God, I, I'm totally understanding. I understand what you're saying. Like I get it. I I know that you're trying to get my attention, and the words I'm speaking to her is something that I need to I need to digest. And so that's how God works sometimes. He He has us minister to other people or, or whatever the case may be. And then in reality, it's for us, (laughs) but I love that. But what the scripture it is, it goes back into, you know, it is so easy for us to get caught up. And day-by-day situations and if you're someone who's a college student or whether you are at work or involved in other activities whether you serve at the church whether you're in ministry uh, whether you're a mom and you work full time and all of your kiddos are in different activities all of that ha- going on sometimes you can lose track of your quiet time but what we have to do is we have to discipline ourselves uh, to spend that quality time with him. And that goes back to, okay, I know I need to stop doing this so I can spend time with the Lord. And so we have to think that if we are involved in anything that we joy that we find joy in, we have we discipline our time to put effort into whatever it is that we're putting our time and our energy. And for me, I am, I enjoy ministry. I love ministry. I love, I'm involved in the women's ministry, youth ministry, and I'm kind of doing this podcast thing. So this is ministry too, but I love the joy that it brings me. And so I find time to do all of these things. Uh, But I never force it. And so if I can find time to do all of these things to serve the Lord, then I can find time in my individual time and be intentional with him and have those moments with him. And so can you. And it's all about just discipline and prioritizing our, our relationship with him and our time. And so this is the same discipline that when we're putting into all of these these things that we're into this is the same discipline we have to put in to have this quiet time with him whether um you know and i think too the scripture in mark says that if jesus here himself he found it necessary to meet privately it says solitary place then that's a great example for us find a place that's quiet find a you know a routine that you can remove all of the distractions and just be with you and him you know everyone's quiet time is going to look different we all have different lives we all have different schedules we're all involved in different things but the one thing that is consistent in all of our lives and i love the fact that i got to share this with the teenagers but i was like when i i had studied it and i wrote it down and i i was like this is good the one thing that isn't consistent in all of our lives is our relation that we all have a relationship with Jesus. Yes, my relationship with Jesus is going to look different than my husband's relationship or my daughter's relationship. But it's a common foundation that we have that across the board, we should all be spending that quiet time. in. you know, some of us are going to be on those different spiritual levels, you know, but God doesn't look at that. He looks at each one of us individually. And I love that our father does that. It makes it so much more personal. And so he wants to ha- us to have that individual relationship with him. And so I think that is so much more meaningful when we when we stop what we're doing, we get, remove the distractions, and we have that individual time with him that we can just focus on him and not the laundry and not cooking dinner and, and running here or there or making sure that I'm serving here to help out and just to honor the kingdom and all of these things that's like, just be still. Just be still. And that word keeps coming back to me, stillness. And I don't know what it is or what direction I'm going to go with that, but that word has been coming back, coming up to me. And so it's a great word to describe quiet time. We need to be still. We need to listen to the spirit. We need to just focus on him in that moment and then what our needs are and the praises that we need to thank him for because when we have those quiet times it's not it should not always be about lord i need this i need this i need this let me stop let me give him praise thank you lord for what you're doing for me thank you for this friendship thank you for blessing my friend this is this is how can i serve you better lord what what please use me as a You know, give me an opportunity to uh, be your hands and feet this week. Line it up to where I can, you know, bless a stranger or whatever the case may be. But uh, it is so important. And so I'm going to give you three different topics. And I'm going to give you about five to six things for each topic. And I want you to write these down. So it's the reason why we do quiet time, the how, and the result of quiet time. So... The first topic is the why. Number one, because it's meaningful to the Lord. Sometimes it's not all about what we get out of it, but it's that simply setting aside time to be with Him, to have that relationship with Him. Number two, it's to the why is to learn the Word. Learn and understand the words in the Bible, the truth, and apply it to our lives. Pick it apart, understand it, digest it, ask somebody if you don't know something ask your accountability partner your spiritual mentor whatever you have if you have questions write them down when you're studying so that you can get answers to them and then when you ask questions then you get to know more number three vulnerability we all go through things oh my gosh do we some things we can talk about sometimes we can't i just told someone today that i don't want to know everything i don't need to know everything you share with me what you want to share with me and everything else can stay between you and God. And sometimes in our life we have to do that. You know, I had a situation to where I just completely broke. And I I didn't want to share with anybody why. God knew. I didn't need to go around and say, this happened to me. This is what I'm going through. God knew. God healed me from that. He restored me. He He took the burdens off my heart. And You don't have to explain to everybody around you what's going on. Uh, Number four, pleasing. Being alone with the person we love is enjoyable. So if we are so in love with Christ, spending time with him is where we're going to be able to experience a joy that is unavailable elsewhere. And I mean a joy like a, a Jesus high is what we call it. Number five, release. Surrendering things over that are not our burdens to carry it is so hard. I was talking to one of our ladies from church this week and she, she expressed her biggest thing as uh, growing her relationship with Christ was learning to let things go and not picking them back up, like letting God work through them and work them out in his time. And sometimes when we put things down and we give it to him, but we then pick it back up, we're interfering with what, how he's, working it out and so we have to be careful with that that when we release things over to him that we're truly releasing them a hundred percent and we're not holding on not even one percent of that situation. Uh, the sixth one is advancement. We do it because we want to make progress in our relationship with him. And that goes back to the progress not perfection. He just wants us to make progress. He just wants us to be better. We can all be better. I can be better. Every day I try to be better than the day before. And so the second topic was the how. How do we do our quiet time? Well, number one, you have to have self-discipline. Putting him first before anything else is tough. I know, especially as mamas, it is definitely tough. Number two, setting aside a specific time, a specific place that you can go to and know that's your Jesus time. 10 minutes, then work your way up to 30 minutes or more I had a student over here last week and she wanted to get into some quiet time and I was busy doing something and she asked my husband where she could sit and he goes, well, that chair right there, the chair in the bedroom or the one outside is Bethany's Jesus chair. Find one of those chairs. And it was so cute when he was like, she's sitting in your Jesus chair outside. And I, went, I had to be a proud mama and go look out the door. But uh, it was just so cute. But it's awesome to know that other people know that you have those spots and that it just is what it is. Uh, number three, you have to plan ahead. If you know you're going to do your quiet time in the morning, wake up earlier. If you know you're going to get busy and you're going to have to do it before bed, you're going to have to go to bed later. It just is what it is. Or if you're going to go to bed at this certain time, but you know that you usually watch Netflix or whatever for an hour to or 30 minutes to an hour, then you don't watch Netflix and you go to bed still on time uh number four you have to remove distractions this is your cell phone this is your tv this is your radio this is your other people these are your kids you gotta communicate with your spouse or someone else that lives in the household with you like hey i need my quiet time i need my jesus time because it's important or unfortunately you have to wait till they go to bed it's one of those things i know like if my husband and daughter are home and i just i'm going into my time i just be like I'm going to hang out with Jesus. And then they already know, like, that's like something just generic that they know. And they know unless they're bleeding, dying, or someone else is dying, that's close to me. They can't bother me. Uh, the fifth one is pray before you start your quiet time, before you start your journaling. And that's a moment that you can just take a time to take a deep breath. You can ask the Holy Spirit control to control your time. To guide your mind and your heart to what in Scripture you want them, whatever they want, the Spirit wants you to study, if that's the case. Sometimes it's not having any words, but just allowing, you know, uh, inviting the Holy Spirit Spirit to intercede for you. Because sometimes we don't have the words. We just need to sit. We just need to, sometimes it's weeping. I have weeped a lot. And Lord, it is what it is. But He loves me anyway. The fifth one is to be intentional. Don't just do your quiet time just to do it. Don't do it just to have a check mark at the end of the day. Do it because of the why. The, all those six reasons I told you about the why. Do it because every one of those. Because it's meaningful to him. Because you want to learn the word. Because you have that vulnerability. Because you're you're it's pleasing. Because you're releasing things. Because you want that advancement in your relationship. All of those things is the why you need to do it. The third and final topic is the result. What do you get out of it? And this is different for everyone. For But the I have five things here. Is Number one, it's going to strengthen your relationship with Christ. Each time that you sit down and you spend some time with Him, you're progressing your relationship with Him. Number two, it's going to get you into the Word daily. You're going to have that... The first couple times it's going to be like, okay, I'm doing this. But then you're going to be so thirsty for the word that you're going to find yourself at a doctor's appointment sitting and waiting, you know, waiting for the doctor or whatever. And instead of scrolling on social media, you're going to, out of habit, out of a good habit, you're going to open your Bible app on your phone. Or maybe you have your paper Bible with you and you're just going to open it and you're going to start reading it. That's that amazing uh I guess you could say like reward that comes once you get thirsty, once you get on fire for God. Uh, And number three is you will realize that by reading scripture that you're not alone. There are so many things that we go through as adults that Christ went through the same thing. He went through all of these emotions that we feel. There's no emotion that we have felt or feeling right now that Christ never felt. I mean, you have to think that he came to this earth and human for to in flesh to be just like you and me to just to know what we're gonna go through and to just be able to relate to that and him he was so relatable he is so relatable that i think it just makes my relationship with him personally so much more because i'm like i went through this but i know that jesus went through it too so if he can get through it and persevere then i can do it And so the next one is going to be strengthening your prayer life. The more you pray, the more you surrender to him, the more you ask for guidance and wisdom and discernment. He's going to strengthen your prayer life. I have a sister who did not really like praying for other people. And now she's the first one to call a revival in the middle of Walmart or in the middle of a cafeteria or wherever the place may be. And she's like, come on, we got to pray. And she'll be the first one to want to pray for somebody. Like, I love it. It's it's amazing to see how God has transformed her prayer life. And the last one is by you doing your quiet time and getting into studying and talking to him and having a relationship with him, it's going to give you an opportunity to minister to someone else. That's what we're called to be. Each one of us as believers is called to go out there and tell the world about God to, to spread the good news the good news is the gospel and it's so such a privilege to be able to do that openly and not being you know persecuted or thrown in jail or anything like that we live in a country that we can openly say the name Jesus like how amazing is that so I want you to to plan now for your daily quiet time, starting tomorrow in the next few days. If you miss a morning, I don't want you to quit. I don't want you to be like, oh man, okay, I'm just not gonna do it. Deny the devil the pleasure of defeating you. Ask the Lord to forgive you because we're not perfect for missing that meeting that you have with him. And to ask him to help you make time. Make him ask him to help you extend the time to. Find the time to be with Him. And with God's help, determine, you're going to grow in your relationship. You're going to find yourself more committed and more disciplined. And you're going to be able to find that meeting Him on a regular basis is going to come like second nature. And you're going to be folding laundry or washing dishes. And you're going to be like, hey, God, it's your favorite here. I'm just talking to you again. Um, I don't know if that's how y'all's time goes but that's that's how I talk to him sometimes like it's your favorite here I am help me out uh, but I hope that you're able to get into some quiet time I hope that maybe you're able to utilize some of the you know the why the how the result of what I talked about today and be able to implement that into your life and if you know someone who is, um, trying to figure out how to study or how to get into some quiet time with the Lord. Share this pod, share this uh, episode, and and be sure that you guys have the notifications on. Um, I'm not sure which direction we're going to be rolling into the fall, but um, I do know that it will be spirit led, and God is going to do His things. He's going to show up, and He's going to show off, and He's gonna, He's gonna, um, He's gonna do good things for whoever out there needs to hear it. But Uh, you guys make sure that you are also, there will be a live podcast on the Facebook page. I'm not even going to try to do the YouTube and all of that because that was just a disaster. Um, I will have a special guest, uh, that evening. Uh, so it will be 7 PM on August 8th on the Facebook live page. So make sure that you are, um, on that, it's Unleash Faith with Bethany on Facebook. Make sure that you have that notification. So if, you get a, if there's a live video or anything that pops up on there that you guys are seeing it, make sure you go to the page regular. Uh, comment, like it so that it shows up on your news feed because the algorithm is brutal uh, when you're trying to spread the gospel. But I love you guys and be blessed and stay focused.